0: Hello, it is it is Casey here from Taskmaster Down Under the podcast and I am thrilled to have you here for week 5 of Taskmaster Australia. Little bit of a heads up. This week I have no guest. Why Casey? Why are you fucking everything up here? Well, listen. Things happen. People need to cancel I've left it too late to get someone else. I've been really sick. I'm recording this from bed. It's Monday night. It comes out Tuesday. Is it going to get edited? Probably not. We're winging it, okay? So let's just wing it, see what happens. If you can hear my bed squeaking, it's nothing weird. That Okay, I did that on purpose. It does feel a bit weird now. Anyway, I appreciate you being here to talk Taskmaster with me. Uh, so you know what, because it's just me and I, I mean, you guys don't want to hear my opinion on life. I'm not very good at life. So let's just look at episode, episode five of Taskmaster Australia. So episode five was titled, are you okay? Seems relevant to our lives. So I guess I'll put out there for you guys. I hope everyone is doing okay. If you are not, please seek support. Uh, and if you are doing okay, I'm really proud of you. And if you're not doing okay, I'm still really proud of you. Yep, cool. Glad I, glad I did that. Okay, so we had the prize task this week, which was the most pretentious thing. The most pretentious thing was going to get five points. So let's start with Nina. Nina brought in a gay toilet door. Her housemate Ian is doing some kind of art installation thingy. He had the original door from uh, a nightclub in King's Cross, the first gay nightclub in King's Cross. It had glory holes, man. I mean, I saw that door and I instantly went, yeah, I know what that is. Not from personal experience, just from, um, you know, TV. And I was like, yep, okay. I don't know if it was pretentious, but then like Tom said, Nina asked for applause. She kind of built it up a bit. Yeah, I don't know. Was it pretentious though? I don't know. It doesn't seem pretentious. The, the prize itself was the gay toilet door with the glory holes. I don't know. Maybe I need to look up the word pretentious. To me, I don't think it fit the bill, but I actually loved it as a prize. I thought it was pretty cool. I don't think the winner is going to be able to keep it though. So is there something there about like bringing in prizes that you can't keep? Have we had that before? Potentially. Uh, then we went to our friend, Luke McGregor. So Luke paid $4,000 AU, a fuckload of money, to get someone in England to build him a replica proton pack from the first Ghostbusters movie. I mean, what a nerdy thing to do. I'm all for it because all I've ever thought about is how badly I want Thor's Hammer Mjolnir. And they're so expensive to buy like proper ones. Not like a real one, but like a heavy, proper sized one. And I just can't bring myself to do it. And now I'm doing a podcast on Taskmaster because I love it so much. So maybe this is pretentious too. So I get it, Luke. It's nerdy. It's pretentious. I like that bit, except he didn't bring that in. This is where it all falls apart. He brought in a lookalike backpack that he put together himself. One point Luke. I should have said Nina got four points. But one point Luke. You just brought in a backpack, mate. Come on. Come on. Then we went to Julia. Uh, So Julia brought in her HSC results. So when when she said that, before she revealed anything else, I went, oh my god. Yep. I get it. Pretentious. Because... I still have some 12 years later, my V, my eight, sorry, my ATAR results on my resume because I am pretentious and I was very proud of my result. I won't reveal it on here. It was somewhere between 80 and 90 and I'm very proud of it. So I went, yep, pretentious. And then she said, I got 198 out of 500, but I feel like I did heaps better than everyone else in life. And I'm like, yeah, but is the price pretentious then. Or is her brag pretentious? So she she bringing a brag? See, I'm starting to question all, like... Oh, guys, I'm starting to question, like, what's a prize? I've gotten too far into it during this podcast. It's becoming, like, really stressful having to think this hard. And I don't envy the taskmaster anymore. I forgive Tom for everything. I forgive Greg. I forgive just all of them. Jeremy, too. Like, I can't do this. Anyway... That brings us to... She got two points. Fair. Two points is fair. She's slightly better than Luke's. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy brought in a collection of vinyl records. And as soon as he said that, I went, you are so right. That is so freaking pretentious. So pretentious. And then he also mentioned that he doesn't own a vinyl player. And I went, yep, he's absolutely nailed that. Uh... I'm, I'm, yeah Tom said it's kind of making me hate you and I'm like yep I get it uh, so in pretentious yeah hang on I'm just looking up the word pretentious I know I'm a bit all over the place pretentious definition attempting to impress by affecting greater importance or merit than actually possessed oh okay cool I think we've all learned something uh Jimmy got five points for his prize task and I thought this was a great prize task and if you are taking these home that is something I would want to win even though I also don't own a vinyl player Danielle brought in prayer candle of her with herself on it uh Tom said is this you and the craft again I mean absolutely she loves her craft this reminded me of Moan um what Moan when he did the shrine of himself and that, yeah, I just went, yeah, it is pretty pretentious. But Danielle's just felt a little bit lackluster. So I felt three points for that was absolutely right. I'm actually pretty happy with the points on this one. So five to Jimmy, four to Nina, three to Danielle, two to Julia, one to Luke. Done. Price task wasn't too bad. Apart from me not understanding why people are bringing in, st- I don't Nah, Never mind. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I'm in a good mood. Let's not get into that. So we had task one was protect the popcorn with an impen... <laughs> in, in, in- I don't think I've spelt this right. No, 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 I have. Okay. Impenetrable fort. In 10 minutes, Tom will try and eat the popcorn. You may not move the popcorn. You may not personally attack Tom. So... I mean, this was a good task because instantly I'm like, right, they're going to build a barrier over the popcorn. It's going to have to be something like heavy or a reason he doesn't want to take it off. Maybe something sticky on it or gross or I don't know. But I was imagining them covering the top of the popcorn, like sticking something down onto the table, like a net, maybe seeing what happened. We got so many different results, guys. I mean, Let's just remember you can't move the popcorn. You can't attack Tom. I don't think you could touch the popcorn either. I feel like I didn't do a very good job of writing down the tasks this week because they were so fucking (laughs) long-worded. So long-worded. I was like, no, don't do this to me. They were all like that. But let's start with uh, Jimmy, I think, and Luke. Yeah, let's start with those two. So, Luke kind of did something interesting so he put liquid in it um which at the start I just went okay he's pouring water into the popcorn dish to make it you know something that Tom doesn't want to eat then it was revealed it was toilet water and then he laid on it so that his butt was on it now here's something interesting and I know I'm skipping but when he sat when he put his ass on it was I not touching it like was that not moving it? Cause I'm pretty sure it was. His ass was on the popcorn, not like the. I don't know. I don't think I understood the rules of this one. Um, but Tom did not eat the toilet water popcorn, so Luke got five points. Then we had Jimmy, who just started putting all the things in the way. <laughs> he had the energy of a child, honestly. Like he had the, this energy of like an excited child. He reached straight. Like, he just went straight for everything. He was putting the bookshelves beside the desk and just piling things up. And Tom walked in, reached straight in between all the stuff, and picked up a piece of popcorn and ate it. It took 13 seconds for him to get the popcorn. I just, it was awful. <laughs> it was an awful effort from Jimmy, but it was so amusing to watch. I mean, it would have taken so much effort to put all that stuff there just for Tom to walk in and go, yeah, I can see the popcorn from here. Um, we had, we had Nina who transferred the popcorn to jars and then hid them and tried to distract, tried to distract Tom, um, with like suitcases piled up together and filled with stuff. And he ended up finding a piece of popcorn on the floor and eating it anyway, but Nina touched everything. She moved the popcorn. So, you know, zero points, disqualified. Danielle. Very similar story. Touched it all immediately. And then she sat there with a net and a bat and was like, I don't want to hurt you, Tom. But then she did try and hurt him a little bit. Even though, again, it said you may not move the popcorn and you may not attack Tom. She did both. So Danielle got disqualified, but it was really amusing to watch her try and hook Tom in a net. <laughs> that was great. I mean, Julia, Julia on this task. How do I describe it? Frightening? Frightening, yeah. Threatening and frightening. So she put orange juice in it. She put raw eggs in it. She spat in it. I mean, I nearly fell off my chair when I watched Julia spit in the popcorn. I thought that is the most disgusting thing I think I've seen. On I've seen a lot of gross stuff with the UK one. But I think this was right up there. I don't know. There was just something about it. But Anyway, well done, Julia, because I don't think I would have thought to spit in it. But I was... Impressed and disgusted at the same time. I was horrified and really pleased by your effort. Uh, you also said, oh, she also threatened to put her finger in her bum and then put it in the bucket. I don't know if she did that or not. I'm not saying she definitely did, but I'm saying after the spitting thing, I can imagine it. That's what I'm saying. So it ended up being that uh, <laughs> Tom didn't eat any of hers, thank God or any of Luke's so they both got five points Jimmy got two because he was he did shit and he didn't deserve the second place which again well done taskmaster sorry Jimmy the other two disqualified fair enough task one was great I really liked it it was a quick one it was easy to watch it was just a bit of fun well done Task two. Here's another long-worded task that I'm going to have trouble with. So task two was pick up all 26 flowers and deliver to Tom's vase. You may only advance to the next flower when you correctly guess the flower's password. You must deliver all 26 to Tom's vase or else you're disqualified. Fewest attempts at the passwords wins. I mean, another... At first I was like, what? What?" And then I went, okay, they've just got to move from... uh, Number one to 26, guessing the password of each rose. I thought, yep, there's got to be something there. Like it'll be please or like maybe the words are inscripted on the roses. You know, like uh, like the duck task and the duck passwords on the series 13 of the UK one where the Alex was running around his little bicycle. But anyway, it was fine at first. I mean, I think we saw Nina. And Nina just seemed to, like, do exceptionally well for a long time, I thought. She just kind of just said stuff. Um, But she figured out there were 26 letters in the alphabet. Uh, Did her victory lap every time she got a password right. Getting her steps in, well done. And ended up doing 159 guesses, which, like, 159's a lot. But when you divide it into, like, 159 by 26, you think she had a couple of goes at each one. You know, like, makes sense. It's not that bad. Uh, we had we had Luke who got really stuck on the Matrix. He did a lot of guessing about the Matrix movies. You know, is it Matrix 1? Is it Matrix 2? Was it Elephant? Was it God of War 3? He did so many guesses. 297 password attempts in total. Uh, turns out Poor Luke missed something. (laughs) Sorry, he dropped the freaking roses, guys. Luke dropped the roses. They were flying out of his bloody arms as he was waving them around. He didn't even notice. So he didn't end up putting 26 flowers in Tom's vase. Zero points, Luke. I'm sorry, mate. Right, let's go to Jimmy. Jimmy ended up with four points. I mean, he seemed like he really lost his mind by the time he got to number 13. I think up until then, he was like, yeah, this is easy. I know what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden he just got stuck, and ended up with 323 guesses. He was just lying on the floor, just lying on the floor. I mean, having a little tanty, but I'd be having a massive tanty if it were me. Um, it was funny to watch. It was understandable. And I empathized. Do you know what I mean? And then we went to, <laughs> we went to Julia. So, um, sorry, Jimmy got four points. Let me shut this window. Jimmy got four points. Then we went to Julia. Uh, One of the things Julia actually said was, I'm not just going to go through the alphabet, which is ironic because Julia should have just gone through the alphabet. (laughs) She did 342 guesses. Uh, The funny thing is after she talked about going through, not going through the alphabet, she did 87 more guesses after that. And she was near the end by that point. I think she only had the three or four letters to go. And it's ironic that she got that close to the end and still did 87 more guesses after. I guess assuming it was something to do with the alphabet. I don't know. But, you know, not, not bad. Certainly not bad. 342 again sounds like a lot, but it's not. Um, then we go to Danielle. Now listen, guys. Danielle was singled out till the end. We know what that means. It's either really, really, really freaking good and she got it all on one go. Or shit. I mean, do we all think this is one of the funniest ends to a task I've ever seen? Because honestly, so funny. So funny. So she got singled out because she pretty much got to number 23 by accident. Straight to 23 by the looks of the editing, but I'm not sure. Uh, And then she got stuck at number 23 without knowing what to do or how. So from that point, it was like one and a half hours. And they ended up, her and Tom were just crying. Tom was crying. His legs hurt. He was stretching. Uh, She had 503 guesses. And in total, her time was one hour 58 minutes, I think Tom said, which is fucking hilarious. And Then we cut back to the screen of the studio and Danielle's in the studio crying because it was just so painful. Like it would have been traumatic for her to relive that and just. I mean have we ever had a Taskmaster assistant cry before? I think we need to look into this. How many Taskmaster assistants have cried? Does Jack know? Jack, if you're listening, maybe you can look into how many people have cried on Taskmaster actually, just full stop. That would be funny. Fire on Taskmaster, I'd cry heaps, man. Every time Greg was mean to me, I'd probably cry. Uh so Danielle is hey, Danielle still ended up with two points because Luke got disqualified. <laughs> So Danielle, two points for the nightmarish task. Uh, we had three points to Julia, four points to Jimmy, five to Nina. Well done to Nina. Again, another a strong episode from Nina. Okay. Team task for task three, guys. Get the giraffe in the bath without touching the giraffe or the grass or the giraffe touching the grass. Just a standard task, really. Um... Julia and Danielle definitely still have the vibe of a team that don't really know each other. And assuming they filmed this all in one day, I suppose they didn't get to... I mean, one day is fine, but you don't get to know someone that well over one day. I suppose trauma, like Taskmaster trauma, could bond them together. Sorry, that's my bed again. Everything's fine. Uh, They did the Macarena, as promised, too, which was great when the task was over. But they ended up just throwing this sheet... Sheet over the giraffe. Yeah. Sheet over the giraffe. Grow. Gow- Dressing gown. That's right. Dressing gown as shoes. They they just kind of did it. They were done in eight minutes, one second. It was impressive. Okay. Then we go to the three friends, which I'm going to keep calling them because they have such a young person. Like There's such a vibe going on there. It's like three young, excited children going out at playtime and like having a plan for playtime. I don't know. But they just kept kept touching grass. So Nina touched the grass first. Uh they were trying to use the oars for a bit to lift the giraffe. They were trying to use the bike. Um I mean it was hilarious. Nina, yeah, like I said, Nina touched the grass and then the boys just tell her to wait for her while they go deal with it. So Nina's just standing in the background going like, Yeah, well done to my boys. Like it was so weird to watch. Jimmy touched the grass, the giraffe touched the grass, there was a whole heap of grass touching. They started again quite a few times and then they ended up completing the task in 22 minutes 42 seconds. I mean, this was probably the task in the episode where it was a bit nothing. Like, I don't have a heap to say about this one. I don't know the easiest way to do it. It probably would have been to chuck something on your feet, wrap something around the giraffe, and just haul it. I don't know how heavy that giraffe is, it's probably quite heavy. So, um, just two people carrying it with something like to grab around its head. Could you have gotten gloves? Maybe you could have gotten gloves. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, that was the end of task three. So five points to the team of two, two points to the team of three. Right. Live task. As a team, use your shadows to spell Taskmaster. Every team must, every team member must contribute to each letter. Uh, yep. So, I mean, it's kind of what it sounds like. They were behind the shadow screen thing and they had to make the letters T-A-S-K-M-A-S-T-E-R. I think I spelled that right. Um, I mean, they were both pretty shit, to be honest. It was funny watching them do it. Uh, especially the team of three trying to do some of them. There were just too many of them. They couldn't figure out which body parts to put where, who was going to stand, who was going to lay down. It was mayhem. I mean, there were just, there were moments where I went, what is going on here? For example, when it cut back to how they ended up spelling everything, Julia did look like a Nazi man, which was pointed out uh, by Tom. And then there was another one where she looked like she had an unfortunate accident in Bali. Again, not my words, but that was funny. There was also a really unfortunate, um, there was a couple of unfortunate ones with the team of three too, where it looked like Luke's head was up Jimmy's ass or something. There's was also another one where it looked like penis. We, I mean, there's nothing funny about that. We're not, we're not immature people. We're very mature taskmaster lovers. It was just funny and kind of shit, to be honest. <laughs> it, was just, it was just one of those tasks that, again, it feels like it's over so quickly. I don't understand what it is about the UK version where the live tasks don't feel like that. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. The Australian life tasks just don't feel the same. And I don't know what to make of that. So I guess I'm not going to make anything of it. Nope. Nope. Beats me. Anyway. Uh, So in the end, we had Luke on nine points. Danielle, 11. Nina, 12. Jimmy, 14. But the winner, Julia Morris. Julia Morris is coming home strong, guys. I'm actually wondering if there might be a Julia Morris win on the cards. I know I've been team Danielle, but then I saw Julia Morris uh, spit in someone's food and maybe stick a finger in a bum. Okay. I didn't see that. I feel like Julia might sue me for saying that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this was a strong uh, overall, a strong episode for taskmaster. It was very well scored. I have no disagreements, Tom. I was pleased with all of the contestants. I mean, my opinion changes every week on everything and I'm very agreeable. So depending on what my guest says, I'm most likely just agree with them, but I'm actually pretty happy with it overall. There were a few, uh, comments on the old Twitter, which I should have a look at. I think the overall feedback was very positive, actually. Uh, let's have a look. So Jag said, the team tasks just make me happy. Love seeing a giraffe at the Taskmaster house love love the nod to the crazy giraffe obsessed owners and the laughing that the teams bring when they work together brilliant episode the crazy giraffe obsessed owners if that's like an inside joke I don't get it but if you're just talking about people that have giraffe statues and stuff I do get that one of my aunts has one that I used to love like love 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 anyway uh for the f- I had a really freaking hilarious comment from Gary coming. Uh, Gazman Oz. For the first time in Channel 10 history, there were 26 roses and a bunch of tears, but Osha Ginsberg was not involved. I mean, that tweet deserves way more likes than it got. Thank you, Gary. That was fucking smart and funny. That was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah, Everyone seems pretty impressed with the roses chart task, actually. Some of the funniest tasks in Taskmaster history, not just Taskmaster Australian history, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's all it's all being taken very positively this week, which is good. Excellent, in fact. Yeah, I'm stoked. Cool. All right, well, I don't know if I've got anything else to say. Uh, uh, what I will say before I go is... The No Format Required Taskmaster audio episode came out today. I've just had a listen. Let's skip over all my parts and my embarrassment and my humiliation. I think I need to cope with that, you know, over time. But a shout out to the other five contestants who sounded fucking amazing. I was so freaking impressed with you guys. Like, I wanted to clap you, but I was also laughing so hard. Like, I can't believe we did that and it was great. Um... It was so funny. Please go give it a listen. Um, Skip my parts, but listen to everyone else. It was brilliant. And Mike will actually be joining me next week to talk episode six of Taskmaster A.U. So I am looking forward to talking to Mike about Taskmaster Audio as well. Um... (laughs) just just go listen like I don't want to give away spoilers maybe I can explain some things next week I thought I had to record my entire thinking process and send to him to edit (laughs) because I didn't know what he wanted and me being me was too afraid to ask (laughs) so let's just clear that up because I'm still so sorry to Mike for that and I'll probably apologize again next week but now I edit my own stuff and I know how hard it is so you know what it's fine. Everything's fine, but everyone else did fucking amazing. So yeah. Yeah. Mike can explain further in next week's podcast with me. And no, I don't know where I was going then. Oh, yeah. We're, We're over halfway. We are over halfway through Taskmaster Australia season one. I don't know what to do with that, but you know what? I'm as much as I'm enjoying this, I can't fucking wait to have Greg and Alex and Taskmaster UK back on my screen. I can't wait. And this isn't like offensive to the Australian version. I just love it so much. I need it back. I need it desperately. Um, Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm exhausted. This has gone on too long. I'm going to bed. You're going to bed, maybe. Or getting up. Morning. Good night. I don't know. Okay. Sleep well. I'm going. See you next week. Bye.